support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. For more information, visit pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. Follow me on Instagram, at Positive underscore Sarcasm, Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. Or if you want to be my friend, you can go to Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. I almost forgot where I was. Who am I? Who am I? Uh, well, hmm. Anyways. Oh, just adjusting. Oh, making dad noises. Oh, got a bed back. Oh. So, how was your New Year's? Curious, how was it? Hmm. Do you meet anybody special? Huh? How trashed are you still? On a on a scale of one to ten, how drunk are you still? More more importantly, how drunk is the girl next to you? How is she still hammered? Does she even know who you are? Has she located her pants yet? Did you find love? I really want to know. I'm an optimist, not by me, but. I'm just curious if you woke up to a girl with C cups and a D waist. Are you going to call me? No, you got joint phone accounts with your husband. I'm not going to call you. I'll hit you up in your DMs. So I am streaming live for one year in a row. Isn't that fucking fantastic? I'm a little tired because I've been hiking most of the day. Uh, I wanted to get into that a little bit. But yeah, this is one year full streaming over 100 episodes. Isn't that magical? No no big parades, no huge podcast guests, no huge rev- unveilings or anything like that. It's just uh just an, another year in the in the uh in the dugout? No. What's that World War 1 term? In the trenches. That's right. In the trenches. Um just trying to get after it. I mean, it took me a year to get the format of this podcast to one I could at least handle and tolerate, and one that I could at least improve upon. I think that was the most important thing, was find find some type of Jim Romian uh, type of rhythm that I could kind of get into, not be afraid of silence for a moment while I th- tried to think of that thought that I probably had written down but forgot or didn't, because sp- I have terrible spelling. I'm not sure how, what it says. It looks like a doctor's note for Percocet, so I have to carefully read my notes. It's like, what is that? Take three every hour for the pain. Um... But I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been up and at it, you know, early at five thirty this morning, and then I went and took off and headed up hills, just to go for a hike, kind of get out of everything. There's no, nothing crazy about the rollover this new year. It was, uh, it was a soft start, which I think was, I think that was important. Didn't want to go and do anything crazy to jeopardize uh, the new year full of clients, concepts, uh, and, and just overall potential. Because I, I see a lot. Uh, uh, there's a lot to look forward to this year that I, um. Trying to 
let's see. Last, we'll see. Last year was a. How do I put last year? Well, I guess I'll create an example. This year's example was a fact of. Well, today was a perfect example of responsibility versus adventure. Okay, year one of the of the vlog was all about. Um, just going out there, not caring what I said. Then again, I still don't care what I say. And just going out and shooting everything I could for whatever reason and not really caring about my responsibility because I didn't really have any. I wasn't on the map. I didn't exist. This podcast didn't exist. It was sort of an afterthought. The articles were almost dead. The YouTube vlog hadn't existed until just, until just then. I didn't have anything to really do or talk about or events to go. And I wasn't good and ed- I wasn't a good editor. So there was no responsibility at that point. It was all just adventure. Go out into the unknown, shoot something, try to fix it up the best you could, and then go from there. And then as year two came around, uh, the editing became cleaner. It was significantly better than the first one, but it wasn't as good. And my my responsibilities were still relatively low. I mean, I was doing some nonprofit type of stuff, but I still didn't have a lot of gear. I still wasn't super tight on my editing skills, although they weren't bad in specific moments, very specific moments. And But my adventure level was still up. So every week I was heading out to some event or to do something or to shoot my mouth off of about someone, have it edited and have it ready for Monday. That was it. There was, it was just didn't matter. Didn't matter how much money it cost, you know, how much I had to put on a credit card, no matter how long it took. That was your focus. Get it done. And then towards the end of that, that year, it became clear to me that there were more responsibilities coming up on the horizon, more clients to pay attention to and have stuff ready for, more gear that I had to take specific care of because I had lost gear earlier in that year due to weather-related things or just me being irresponsible with my stuff and having it plummet to the Merrimack when I have to go, you know, and look stupid. Oh, I lost gear because I smashed into a telephone pole. Yeah, great job, stupid. Um, so the responsibility has slightly risen, and then my sense of adventure has slowly taken a decline. Where this last year, 2019, it was more about when I was going to go on an adventure, I was more prepared with gear. I was more physically ready to take on that challenge. And the adventure would not, the adventure into the unknown, like some of these um, videos or projects or whatever, where it wasn't so much an adventure. I knew what I was getting myself into and I was ready to take it up to the next level. And then the more, and the more responsibility that I've put on myself to make this more of a thriving company, the more adventure even more slipped out of my fingers. And now I'm trying to weigh, and that weighed in a lot to today. For example, I went and I went for a hike. I brought some gear with me, did some footage and all that stuff. And I, it's a place I had just been to literally a matter of a day ago. Going to a hike, it was a nice day out, but there were other things on my mind. Normally, I would go to the trail's end, but it was a trail I was not, uh, I didn't know anything about. I just knew that it had markings and footprints, which means if I followed it to the end, I would eventually get somewhere. Now, if I had no responsibilities, if I had no responsibilities, no deadlines for tomorrow, I would just have kept going until my legs gave out or until I froze, not caring about anything else. And that's that was the thing is I could keep going. And it was perfectly fine because I was, you know, I still had cell phone service. I was checking my stocks. Stocks were up today. It was great, great. I'm making money. I still had 4G service. I got a phone call from a client. You know, I'm listening to uh, Joe Rogan banter with Eliza Schlesinger uh, on the podcast. So I was just kind of floating along, and my feet were dry. Everything was perfect. It's like, I'm just going to keep going. But then the podcast ended. And then all of a sudden, the 4G signal disappeared. And the sound of the river started to dissipate into the distance where I couldn't even hear it anymore. And the road was definitely gone at this point. And for some reason, that that trail I thought was going to, you know, level out. But no, it just kept going up and kept going up. And everything just started getting quieter and quieter. And the sun was starting to peak. And, if, of course, there's a thing about, you know, summer in New Hampshire. Or, excuse me, winter in New Hampshire. That sun only peaks so far. 
And if you got a nice, if you got a you know a high 30s, low 40s day, and you're up in the White Mountains, you need to take that into consideration of when you start your descent. And with this adventure that I just decided to go on because I was going to go out, get some exercise because, you know, it was a day over New Year's Eve and I had quietly slept out of town and hung out with my buddy, my buddy Bob's and got in some exercise today as I would expect to, as I normally do. But then that I started to realize that my brain was starting to tell me something and I generally go with my gut. It's like, okay, you're going out too far. It's gotten way too quiet. Yeah, you're on a track. You're on a trail. You don't know where it leads. Tomorrow, and this is this is another thing about life. There's always a storm on the horizon. There's always a storm. And technically, yes, there is a, there is a weather pattern developing tomorrow. And I do kind of pay attention to the weather. I just don't talk about it to people because... Uh, it should be a part of your daily life. You know, the little twists and turns and wind patterns, you should be a, equipped to deal with. But there was a storm on the horizon. And you should be prepared for that because life changes, relationships change, jobs change, your living situations change, cars break down, people get sick. And these are things you need to be prepared for. But if you're off just wandering into the wilderness with no regard for yourself... What responsibilities are you putting on the back burner for the idea of an adventure? So you have to, my mind was starting to go into that thought process where I don't care. My phone, I have a voicemail system, auto reply is on, no worries. Everything's all taken care of. Come back, do the podcast, you know, a day late and it'll be okay. But I'm creeping up there, and I'm creeping up there, and my legs are starting to get a little tired, even though I could have bounced for another couple hours. That sun was starting to peak. And the idea of having responsibilities for tomorrow, because I have a client I have to meet bright and early, well, that's the future of this company. These clients, these concepts, these videos, my health. Whereas I just... I could have gone out there on an adventure and wherever I ended up, ended up. And this is, and I am definitely a person who a lot of the times does not ignore, does not pay attention to the path in front of them. I'll generally veer off course a lot. Now, granted, I was on a path, but it was not a path, it was a labeled path, but not one I've been on. And I could have kept going, but my brain was telling me, you should stop. Now you're too far. The risk is going up. Something happens. You're not going to be able to deliver on your promises and the integrity of your company is at stake. What are you going to do? And all I'm doing is looking for a clearing. I'm just looking for a clearing so I can do shoot some of my footage and then I'd be on my way. But I took a different path because the other one looks snowed in and it just started to get more difficult. And quite frankly, it wasn't, at that point, it wasn't worth it. I wasn't getting anything out of me going out that far. Or I, could, I mean, you never know. There could have been something at the end of that path that would have made it all completely justified. But I've been in this game long enough to know there was nothing at the end of that path that truly was worth it beyond a little bit more research. So I pulled out. I stopped, turned around, started heading back when I knew that my body could do it. When I knew that I could come back in time, eat, get some coffee, start the podcast, deliver what I normally deliver on a weekly basis, and still make room for prepping my gear for tomorrow to meet with clients to discuss something that's very important and continue to build this spare parts empire, which is turning over a new leaf, a new year, and some new gear. So that responsibility for versus adventure Deadlines versus the unknown is a very important note when talking about turning over into the new year. People say new me, new year, new me. Is it really? Or is it just an older you with the same problems that are growing constantly? And I understand the fact that many of you have responsibilities. Some beyond mine. Some aren't more hopes and dreams. Some are, some are more mouths to feed and reports to finish but those are you those that i'm talking about when it comes to that are the ones who need the adventure more than i do 
I have plenty of adventure left for me to discover and things I want to do. And then I will get to that. Now I need to focus more on the responsibilities of maintaining all of this and delivering as I, and working on my responsibilities with my clients and those deadlines. Because that's what I need to work on. But you folks who have two kids at home and a job, now you need to focus on your adventures more than often, more than anything. Because to set that example, it's like, well, it's easy for you to say you don't have kids. Okay. But what do you want to teach your kids? Do you want to teach your kids that, I mean, yeah, you can teach them to, you come home every night, you cook dinner for them, you get them ready for bed, you say your prayers, if that's what you do, that's cool. You tell them about certain things in life. You teach them a few things here or two. You discipline them if needed. But when do your kids or your loved ones ever get to see you as an adventurer, one who journeys into the unknown and takes chances, isn't afraid to fail, whether it's in the kitchen or out at, a, at an, uh, an event or a festival or a town or a state? When do you guys ever go on adventures and seek out those things that are moments in life that you'll never forget or failures in life that you'll look back at and laugh well at least they tried that's the difference that's the responsibility versus the adventure you know hey kids i know what's your bedtime you want to go for a drive you want to go to that beach spot i was telling you about you'll tough it out tomorrow you want to watch that show i know it's past your bedtime but still these are the little things that responsibility and adventure need to be balanced out with. And to get a, to bring back a podcast like this without anybody else to bounce ideas off of. First of all, it's a risk bringing someone else in. Okay. Which is why I allow for guests, but not a full-time side. Because a full-time side piece on a podcast has its own responsibilities and its own risks. Now, if I had a separate podcast, a second podcast, then fine, I'll do it. Because I'll always have this one where the guests can come in and out and we're, and that's perfectly fine. Because there'll always be me sitting here. So I just have a responsibility to deliver content that meets my standards every week. Regardless. And to get that... And it was an adventure, not knowing if I could do this on my own, any of this on my own, shoot video, edit video, fly drones, do live streams, edit and record a podcast once again with the knowledge I had and the gear that I had available to me. Could I do it? it? Was I smart enough to at least be able to create the content and get it out there into the world? Well, I've answered that question. Do I have more responsibilities now than when I did five years ago? When it was three dudes on a podcast, no YouTube channel, and articles once a week. It's completely different then. I have more responsibilities, but I have a lot of adventure. Now, how do I tighten up that adventure to where the risk is a little more minimized because I'll still go out there and do all kinds of stuff. And I have nobody here at home telling me what to do or say or think. And I'll never have that. Okay. I can always have advice or thoughts or opinions from others, but I will never allow this logo to be diminished or watered down to appease somebody else. So that adventure will always be there. But for you guys, I actually have some quick mathematics. Let's just say for the rest of you, you get eight hours of sleep. You're at work eight and a half hours a day. And then you go to the gym. So it's one hour at the gym plus 0.5 for transportation. So mix the mass of two. So 1.5 hours overall for, for gym. You're at one hour at home showering and prepping food. And then one hour in the morning prepping and getting ready for work. That's 20 hours 
That's 20 hours already taking care, already doing other things. Like it's gone. All right. 80% of your day is gone. You can't get it back because you have responsibilities for getting good rest so that your body is healthy. You have eight and a half hours at work. Okay. So you can make that cheddar. You got an hour and a half in the gym because your body's already being healthy with sleeping, but now you got to make it strong. And then you get that hour showering, prepping your food, okay, making sure dinner's done. And then that hour in the morning, the next morning, showering, making your coffee, being ready for the day. Now, that's 20 hours. You got four hours left in that day. So between what? We'll just say if you start work at 8, so you get between 6 and 10 p.m. What are you going to do? If that's the case, if it's 6 and 10 p.m., it's probably even less than that. You probably even have less time than that, I'm going to say. So how do you start getting increments out of the other things that you're doing? You work, I mean, if you have, you don't negotiate on eight hours of sleep. You do seven and a half to eight. That's pretty much it. So you've already got eight hours gone. Eight and a half hours at work. Okay. What are you doing for that 0.5? Because when I talk about that 0.5, I'm talking about if you have like a 30-minute lunch or if you're at work nine hours a day. So you work like eight to five. So you have an hour for lunch. What are you doing with that one hour? Are you writing things down? Are you making phone calls? Are you sending text messages? Are you gathering information, reading articles? Are you getting ready to prep for, to prepare for something much larger than yourself? Are you preparing for that next phase in your life? Are you making sure that all your bills are paid on time so that you have no late fees so that extra money isn't lost to you being irresponsible? What are you doing with that 30 minutes to one hour? Take that into account. See if you can use that time to not only if you're feeding yourself, depending upon your your dietary preferences, if you eat once a day, four times a day, five times, six times a day, like if you're a fitness person or whatever, or you you just don't want to eat the office shit. Where can you find time there? Is there 20 minutes where you can go over your information and get back to people? Is there 30 minutes there that you can start to do routinely where you can incrementalize you getting shit done so you don't have to waste time later? And how about that 1.5 hours at the gym? Is there anything, any negotiation in there? How long does it take you to get to, how long does it take you to get to your gym? How long does it take you to get back? How long does it take you to get prepped at the gym? Can you, go for, can you go to the gym for an hour? Do you need to go 90 minutes? Okay, if you can go 90 minutes. Can you be closer? Can you find a closer gym or a closer job? Is there something there that you can do? Is there? Look at it and take all these times and write them down and see where you can cut. Find better path. I used to, I remember I would, I would leave years ago. I would leave work and I would literally do loops around town because I couldn't find, I wasn't thinking about how to make a better path, a, a more straight line path to some of the things I was having, like pick up my laundry, wait, grab this money from the from the bank, drop off my laundry or pick it up and then beeline it to getting my, my, my hair cut. And then eventually I realized, oh, wait a minute, I could just do it this way. Saving time, saving gas, not rushing through traffic, taking more time. Therefore, eliminating a lot of risk. Where can I find, where can you find time there in your daily commute, in your transportation to get shit done? Whether you're picking up groceries, children, uh, um, well, in my case, laundry. (laughs) So that was another time saver. Do I do my own laundry or do I pay somebody to do my own laundry for me? When you think about it, the the monetary amount is actually minimal. The difference is minimal. It actually makes more sense for me to pay somebody to do it for me. So now I have that time allocated to me to doing other things. And if I have that one hour where I could sit down and do this and learn how to go through the rotations of preparing, start, you know, prepping for a podcast is no simple task. Okay. It's not about just gossip. You have streams that have to be ready to hit start at a moment's notice. The computers have to be running. 
all my articles and Q&As have to be up and running. The additional computer, if I'm going to be doing sound effects, have to be going because I don't run everything off of one computer. That's not how this podcast is set up. Maybe it later it will be, but there's no producer. Well, there is. He's me. So making sure that this stuff is all prepped is important because I can't afford to have any screw-ups. And since I've, been, since I've been talking mad shit about Comcast, you know, I can't. Af- I have to keep my eye on that because I just keep looking at my bill. It stays the same, if not goes up. And then I look at my actual bandwidth that they give me every month. And that just seems to be disappearing minute by minute. But for the most part, I'm, I'm actually very grateful to the companies that I pay out to that help me uh, upload my podcast, like Squarespace, the coffees that I drink. I mean, I do have a very good, for all my responsibilities that I have now, put, and putting out less videos this year so that I could make, I have the responsibility of taking those adventures, the responsibility of taking those adventures and producing better content with that data. And I absolutely delivered far and away last year than the year before. The content was eons above. Even the ones that seemed like throwaway content were much, much better, much more entertaining, much more interesting, much more emotional at times. But when you get home, we all get home at the same time in, that, in, this, in this little calculation I'm giving to you. You got 20 hours left. You got four hours on the clock, even less than that. Maybe you've allocated some of that other time to getting shit done, writing notes, taking 20 minutes out of your lunch to write things down or make some phone calls. And maybe if you have a work, maybe you have, if you have a job that really isn't so attentive because we all focus on trying to get ahead at our work when in reality it's all bullshit. So is there time when, there, when you're there at your job that you could be doing something that strictly benefits you instead of just being a yes man all the fucking time. Cause let's face it, being agreeable doesn't necessarily get you where you want to go. It doesn't. Okay. Being disagreeable gives you some credibility. It gives you, what is it in letter Kenny? They say, what is that? I forget what it is. If you fall, uh, let's see. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. Something like that. Something to that effect. Basically, you are if if you say no, they know how to push you back. It's like somebody who apologizes constantly. You got to be able to stand your ground. Stand your ground. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Just go out and do it. Sorry, I didn't remember the letter Kenny quote, but I don't know, maybe I will later later on. Maybe I should be playing sound bits of it. But some of the, like I said, this podcast every week for all the responsibility that I have, for all the notes that I put down, and for all the streams I have at the ready, every time I hit that record button and this thing goes live, it's an adventure. Every time. Because I never know what the hell I'm going to say. I never know, I never know how good it's going to be. I never know what really how I'm going to respond to some of these questions. It's always an adventure, no matter what. And that's what makes this so special, is is every time you get up on stage or every time you start a podcast live stream and every time you send this out into the world to be judged, it's nerve-wracking and it's an adventure for sure. And that's the only reason that life is worth living, is that call to adventure. But as you go on these adventures, people want to know about your adventures. And you have a responsibility to detail either the adventure to them or how they can go and seek that adventure. Because I can't tell you about coffee if I'm not drinking all kinds. I can't tell you about drift racing if I haven't gone to these events and recorded them. I can't tell you about podcasting if I never set up these recording devices and the RSS feeds and doing this all myself instead of relying on anybody else to do it for me. Yeah, if I was if I was doing insanely well, I would maybe hire a producer to do other things for me or a publicist or whatever, but I'm definitely thinking too far ahead. I don't need to be thinking on that level right now. I just need to be thinking about the responsibility of having this 
little happy, fun, silly time every week. Well, now it's going to be more more like twice a week. Making sure that it is up and it is tight, and for whatever and for whatever its overall quality of content, that it is at least consistent. That's my responsibility. But the idea of I'm standing up there, and that and my watch is ticking, but that's all the only sound I hear. I have a responsibility now, more than I used to, to come back. People need people want that. They don't need it. I never see myself as needed. I see myself as requested or wanted. But I have a responsibility to those to come back and not be foolish and not disappear into the woods if I don't know how long it's going to take me or where it's going to take me. So that's one thing I wanted to mention was responsibility versus adventure, deadlines versus the unknown. How far do you go on these adventures until you realize you're at the point of no return or you're nearing the point of no return and the things that you said or you you promise that you do or commitments you have at home begin to become jeopardized. But this year, for those of you who have so much responsibility, it's your responsibility to seek out adventure. And if you have kids or loved ones, they need to come with because they need to see the adventurous side of you because if all they see is responsibility, that's all they're going to learn. And if that's all they're going to learn, you have failed them as a spouse or, or a parent. I think that came out right. I think it did, yeah. That's one thing I've learned over this past few days as far as New Year's go. The other one was I, I basically saw myself in the mirror the other day. I was talking to this kid and Every time I come up with something, normally I don't, I don't, when people start talking about just the most batshit crazy things where like they, they start, it starts to turn like a pissing contest or starts to become like know-it-all type stuff. I would mention like a, a comic or something and, and this, this person would be like, I hate that guy. Well, I mean, it was good back then. I hated him on them. And I mentioned something else or somebody else like this. It's like, well, I mean, there's all kinds and yeah, I've met the, I, I was very, I'm very open to trying new things and seeking out new comics and new actors and entertainers. But every time I'd mention somebody, this person was like, I hate that guy. I, and I, I mean, saying it just like, like a man scorned. That's the thing. And that's what I noticed through this. I, I would, it's not a conversation, but we'll call it that. But it was all about just being, completely negative and this and doing that gets you nowhere it doesn't get you anywhere you and i saw a little bit of that in myself i saw that in the i, I was almost felt like i was looking in, in the reflection because about two years ago two maybe three years ago i felt the same way i didn't care about and i've written about this i didn't care about anything i didn't care about anyone I didn't want to do any content, none. No YouTube, no articles, no podcast, no website, no nothing. I saw that. I, I was this guy. Hated everything, trusted, hated everyone. Dis- Wait a minute, hold on. Hated everything, despised everyone, and didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to hide. Everything wanted to be, everything should be painted black. And I saw that reflection just the other day. And three months later, after that, after the, being in that darkness of just fuck it all, it all completely changed. All of it completely changed. I started writing again. I started recording some very, very rough drafts of the podcast. Um, and then... The the drone arrived. Pelican One arrived. So I started playing with that. And then the YouTube channel came to life. So shortly after being in that I want to disappear off this planet type of thing, 
All that stuff started to come about. And this is what this is what grew from that. Now it's a business with clients, with gear, with responsibilities, with delicious coffee, and there's a nice area and ambience surrounding it. It's awesome. I appreciate the people that are in my life. Sometimes I don't always take their advice. But for the most part, I do. I appreciate the collaborators that come in and out of, of my life as of recently. I love it. I'm having so much fun with it. I love going to weddings. Absolutely love going to weddings. I love shooting them more than anything. I'm actually upset that I'm not shooting a friend of mine's wedding. He just wants me to be there as a, a groomsman. I'm like, but I want to shoot the video. But you know what? Sometimes I got to put the camera down and just be in the moment. I said this to a, a, a person once about there are those who live it and those who capture it. And I feel like I am one of those who captures it. There's living life and capturing life. I feel like I'm one of those who, who captures life, who spends all their waking moments trying to take that nugget of life, capture it, edit it, and, and then grow it and expand it and then give it to you, the viewer. But to be invited to something like this and to be like your responsibility is to be there actually just as a person. It's like, okay. But that side of me, especially with my new gear, it's like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's some things I could capture. But my initial responsibilities versus that adventure of shooting another wedding there one does weigh out the other in this situation. So I have to make sure that no matter what, for this wedding, I have to be there for them instead of recording them. But the idea of going to weddings now and not being a curmudgeon and talking shit about the bride and groom or the people at the wedding or anything like that, it's just to be there for that moment for them and enjoy the fuck out of it. And to know that even though I'm not recording it, I'm not getting paid for it, but I'm being there experiencing it, it will probably help me be a better videographer. It probably help me be a better YouTuber, help me be a better podcaster. Because remember, when you are when you view, when you edit video, you go off the grid. There's no path when you are a true independent video editor, you don't really you know, this is not a, a thing where you pass off something to someone else. Most of the, the edit, the sound editing, the color correction, the video editing, the clipping, and the final production is done by you. And for all that information that you do, that you're dealing with, you disappear. You don't talk to anybody. You go into the editing bay and you go into full focus mode and you don't come out until your brain's tired or the job's done. Because you have a responsibility to take that adventure and to produce and to turn it into awesome content. And by at least just going to this wedding and enjoying it for what it is, it will help me turn the process inside out and produce better content for people down the road. Now, I'll have my weddings this year that I'll shoot, and it'll be a blast because I've seen what I can do. By going on these adventures and having a responsibility of taking these adventures that people pay me to or compensate me to go on with them because marriage is an adventure and it's a responsibility. It's an oath. But for me to capture it, it's a beautiful thing. And there's no hatred involved. There's no, I hate weddings or I hate comedians or I hate that comedian or I hate this couple or I hate this and I hate that. No, there should be none of that. That doesn't get you anymore. Hate and anger can be productive it was for me, uh, especially in in professional in uh, uh, fitness, com in competing in fitness, competitive fitness, blah blah blah. But not right now, not right now. For the content that I'm producing, hate has nothing to do with it. It's all about it is truly energy and upbeatness and new concepts and new ideas and new promises to bring back better quality. And you get nervous when you say something like that, like it's it's all going to be bigger and better this year and I'm going to be stronger than ever and my new gear is going to fucking rock and my new editing skills are going to be dope as shit. Maybe. 
Maybe. I try not to doubt myself. I have very much imposter syndrome. I even get nervous about tagging somebody in a meme, for God's sakes. But I look back at 2019, as we all have, hopefully, soberingly, and I look back at some of the content I made, and although I didn't produce as much content as I'd like to, I look at the content I made compared to the other years, and it was eons better. Great. That's done. What's next? What adventures can I schedule to go on? What responsibilities will I have this year to clients or to myself? And how can I balance them out? Because in the end of the day, you only have so many hours in the day to get these things done. And if all you have left is three, maybe four hours at the most, how are you going to fit that adventure in? Are you going to be just going to sit at your job for the rest of your life? I guarantee you that's not the case. You're going to wait till your 401k kicks in, your social security kicks in. What's your body going to be like that time? You're going to be taking all that money that all that retirement money that you made and put it and put it towards your health care and your deductibles and your copay? Do you really want that to be your life? Do you really want it to be with some fat fucking husband who doesn't give a shit about you and basically got tired of you about 20 years ago? But since you live together and the kids are, you know, growing up and need braces and need money for field trips and shit, you guys are just going to tolerate each other for the next 10 years until they both graduate and then you guys are going to sign the divorce papers? Or maybe you are that bored with life that, well, nobody else is going to fuck me, so I guess that we're just going to stay together for the hell of it because what else are we going to do? We're pretty much expired at this point anyways. Is that really how you want to live your life? Is that really the future that you see for yourself? Or are you going to take those hours that you have left in the day and use that to create a new type of energy, an energy that will help sustain at least you, if not others in your family. And you can't divulge a lot of the time this energy, this idea of yours, or this new responsibility, or this new concept of adventure to other people, because all they're going to do is talk it down. If they're not funding it, they're talking it down. So you have to ignore them. But if that really is the goal, if that's your goal in life, to just do your job, say yes all the time, and be complacent with the haphazard other half that you're with, is is who's gonna? don't be surprised if your friends, the quality of your friends and the quality of your family starts to diminish as well. And don't be surprised if, the, if you as a person begin to diminish as well and your health begins to diminish and you find that you're not spending your money or your time on other things that you would enjoy doing, like adventure. Instead, you're spending it on investing in your 401k, or which is not a bad thing, but you're spending it on deductibles for your health care or, or car loan payments or repair payments from your car, or a house that you didn't necessarily need, but you purchased it, and now you necessarily can't afford. Are there ways that you can spend a little extra time or make the time to start pushing towards that goal of yours? The little ideas, the little mental munchkins in your head that are telling you you need to do something. I have this idea in my head. Why don't you go and give it a shot? Maybe you wanted to be a comic. Maybe you wanted to take acting classes. Maybe you want to start a tchotchke business where you make where you make these little ornaments for Jewish grandmas. I don't know. But were you just going to sit there and talk about it with your, your fucking fanny friend coworkers? Or were you actually going to go out and do it and design it and read the book that require that you need to do in order to melt them down or whatever? And make the frames and the forms or whatever for, I don't know, whatever the fuck you're doing. Were you going to take the time to do that? Or are you just going to waste away this beautiful gift of actually, uh, okay, we're here. And I'm talking about people that, I'm not talking about people that they're fresh out of college or they're just going into college. Or, you know, they just started playing Fortnite and they're 12 years old. I'm talking about people that already have life, you know, 
20 to 30 years of it is already gone. And they most likely have a kid or kids or they're married or they're committed to something, somebody. Or they've been at their job for two to three years, if not five to 10, if not 15 to 20. They're committed to something. They have responsibilities. They have bills to pay. And they may not necessarily afford, be able to afford them. So what's your next step? What are you going to do about it? How many Amazon Primes do you need? Do you need Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon Prime? Do you really need to go and spend that money on shitty coffee every fucking day? You go to Dunkin', I mean, I hear people all the time. They go to Dunkin' Donuts, they spend all this money, they never get the order that they requested. And all they do is go there so that they have something to complain about later. Imagine that. You go somewhere every day, they never get your order right, and you give them money, and then you go and complain about it. But you solved nothing. You spent $40, $50, $60 a month on a place that you only bitch about to people that you don't care about for a thing that you can make at home that will taste 20 times better. And you will feel better when you drink it because you made it yourself. Think about that part right there. You waste all that time, all that energy, and all that money for shit that doesn't even apply, shit that doesn't even matter. You could be doing it. You'd be amazed how much stuff you can do yourself once you start to go down that road and you start to make those mistakes in the event adventure that we call life. And I get up every fucking morning at 4 a.m., And I think to myself, there are people out there that struggle to get out of bed at 8. The day's already fucking over. Think about it like this. You can get up at 6 or 5.30 if you want. Crawl out of bed. Go make some coffee. Nice coffee. Sit down with your coffee and maybe your, your, your person that's with you. And you could sit there, drink a coffee for like 20, 30 minutes, just pound coffee, not really say anything to each other, but enjoy each other's company. Watch like a couple of YouTube videos on dust or just listen to some music or something. And then after that 45 minutes, you can get up and go to the gym and go do a light workout and burn off those calories from the night before, and which will kick your metabolism into gear. Great. It is now 8 o'clock. You've had your coffee, you've spent time with your loved ones, and you've gone to work out. So it's now between 8 and 9 o'clock. What are you going to do next? Some people are just getting up. You're now heading to the grocery store to go pick up stuff for the day. And your mind's already moving because your body's already moving too. Your gut's like, yo, I'm hungry. And your, your gut, your healthy gut's going to tell you what you want to eat for that day or for next week. And you're going to go there, and in 30 minutes, you're going to be out. It's now between 8.30 and 9 o'clock. And you've already had your coffee. you spent time with loved ones. You've gone to the gym, and you've gone to the grocery store. Now you're going to go home, take a shower, and have a little breakfast. And by the time that's done, it's 11 o'clock, and you've done everything that you need to have done for the day. And now you've got that whole Sunday or Saturday or whatever day for you to accomplish either other start the new projects or start a new adventure because you already took care of your responsibilities or you could fuck off or you could fuck off and people do that every fucking day where all they do the minute they get home the minute they get home they order out they watch Netflix, some new, some new series about God knows what until they pass out and they've accomplished nothing. And they get up late as they always do and they drag their fucking stupid asses into work. They haven't exercised their mind, their stomach, their dreams and they're already in bitch mode. 
They're already preparing to bitch about something else to somebody else. And because they're already in that that frame of mind, they're going to suck at their job. Or at least nobody's going to take them seriously at their job. And it's just a circle of misery that you're creating for yourself and for everyone else around you. How do you break that cycle? People just say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next year. I'll start my diet next week. Next month when I get when I get paid or when I get that raise. It doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. It never does. I'm using generalities. It doesn't do it doesn't happen like that often. Diets are a rotational thing. You have to you have to jump on them now. And it is 2019, by the way. So you can't wait till next year. It's 2020, motherfucker. What are you gonna do about it? I can't, I was gonna I was personally gonna wait until a little bit more money came in and then I was gonna buy new gear. Nope. Stomp that right out. New cameras on the way. New gimbal stabilizers here. Hunting down new laptops as we speak. Was I going to wait another year until I bought a convertible? Another convertible? After having somebody hit and run my last one? No. I paid that motherfucker off, went out and bought a V8. V8 ragtop. And I'm staring at the brand new rims right now. Because I went after it. I said, fuck it. It's my life and I'm going to live it. I'm not going to wait till next year. There is no next year. I'm not going to go out into the unknown and wait for that storm to hit me and wipe all my dreams aside. And it was if I never existed to begin with. I want these material things and I want these... I wanted these material things so I didn't have to worry about them. Now I can focus on the meaning. My meaning. The search for my meaning. How are you going to find your meaning? I wanted that convertible because it makes me feel good. I enjoy it. I love ragtops. That's my frame of mind. The sun is always out. That's my frame frame of mind. Okay? My coffee always tastes good. I always put effort into it. My technology always works. I take care of it. My house is always clean. I have these responsibilities, so I never have to think about them when I'm out on an adventure, like today. And I, I was tired, but I went out there. What did you guys do? You, did you continue to nurse your hangover? What were you doing? You're here. It's now. What are you going to... You think your problems are going to be fixed by a vote in November? Your problems existed way beyond that. Your problems existed way beyond that. And the way I see it, from what I, what I see coming down the pike, is you guys aren't going to do anything about it. A lot of you aren't. I see some of you who are trying some really cool shit. You're taking some really serious risks and chances in a good way. And I admire that about some of you. But some of the people I've met as of recently who just constantly complain and choose to say they're unstable or are always constantly negative about other things. I complain about a lot of shit on this podcast, but I call it like I see it. I try to tell the truth or at least not lie, as Jordan Peterson says. There's a lot that I have a lot to look forward to this year, and I have a response and I have the responsibility of taking my responsibility and weighing it with the adventures that I need to have in order to produce better content for you, in order to produce different concepts. And I have to produce these concepts so I can empty my head so that new shit will grow in its place. And I I always look for more upbeat and more interesting articles. Not political stuff, not sports-related stuff, nothing really religious. There's nothing really that I can convey to you in those ballparks and those fields that would be of any value to you because all it stirs up now is drama. This is not a place for drama. This is a place for new ideas, for conversation, for concepts, for 
silliness at times. Sometimes I like to yell at Q&A people because they're just flat-out morons. Because the common sense of that they're not practicing is so blatantly obvious that I have to call them out on that. You know? Like when you watch movies nowadays. Did you really think that Cats... Who fucking thought that Cats was going to be a blockbuster? Who thought that that was going to be a cash cow? Nobody wanted that. Okay? This is, the, this is a perfect example of responsibility versus adventure. It's not an adventure or, responsi- or responsible. It's not an idea of adventure or an idea of being responsible to think that making a reboot of Cats into a movie and then dropping it on the same week that Star Wars is coming out is a smart decision by any stretch of the imagination. Whoever thought that that was a good idea should be fired. Not that I was a fan of the new Star Wars because I didn't go see it. I'm not going to. Matter of fact, I'm supposed to have Turcotte on here on the podcast eventually so we can argue about Star Wars in general. But nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted it. There was no demand for it. And somebody at that studio was completely irresponsible by thinking, hey, let's put this out there. That movie cost $100 million to make plus additional millions in advertising costs. So let's just say $120 million overall to get this movie into theaters. What did it make in, the, in its opening weekend? $6.5 million. $6.5 million gets people fired. Not a person gets people fired. That's a huge loss. And they're not going to make it up in DVD sales, Blu-ray sales, streaming. It's not happening. This is a cinematic failure. This is not even a cinematic failure. This is a cinematic massacre. By rebooting the past, redoing it, reformulating it, doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. You can't do shit like that. Try something new. Try something new and you'll probably get more out of it than something like this that nobody wanted to begin with. And instead of, I guess, to do a callback, don't say that you hate everything or hate everything that I say. That's not true. You're not being true to yourself when you say all these things. I hate this person. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. That's not true. You're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. If you're angry, go and talk to somebody about it. But I look forward to this year overall and I'm curious as we close up this podcast because I've gone for about 56 minutes because I want to just get empty it out this is a New Year's podcast there doesn't need to be any Q&A there doesn't need to be funny articles about how dogs sleep it just has to be me and my intimate thoughts that are in my head going to the into this year knowing that there's a storm on the horizon which means that I have to be prepared for I think some significant changes in my life. But I'm going to take it on. I always do. The question is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about that potential storm on the horizon and the things you need to do to cha- to be prepared for that? It's not going to be whether or not you saved money. It's not going to have anything to do with that. It's going to have everything to do with your mindset. When there's a storm ahead, there's no amount of money that's going to fix that problem. There isn't. Granted, having a really decent credit card will handle that problem. But plenty of preparation, mental preparation, adventure versus responsibility. And when you balance those two out, the better you get at it, the more you can handle that impending storm. And the more you're going to appreciate life on a day-to-day basis as you continuously work hard but love what you're doing at the same time. Because this job that you go to day in and day out isn't going to last forever. It never does. It never delivers the same satis- and it'll never deliver the same satisfaction that you had envisioned in your head. For all the times that you could have been out doing something else 
or starting this new thing or spending time with a certain someone. But instead, you worked overtime at your job and you said yes to this and yes to that. And the next thing you know, your life's over. And you got nothing to show for it but a decent 401k and a type 2 diabetes. That's no way to live. And that's no fucking way that I'm going to live. My name is Jay. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash positive sarcasm and the live stream at facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. Uh, you can follow the live stream there. And you can follow the live stream on my new, my second YouTube channel where now instead of having all of my uh, podcast clips being on just Facebook and Instagram, they're also going up to the secondary YouTube channel, the Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Go ahead and search it, like, click the subscribe, hit the bell to turn on notifications. That will have all the clips as well, plus the live stream whenever it's available. If you hit the bell, it will tell you when I go live. And if you want to be a guest in the podcast, you just have to sign a waiver form, which I have here. You just sign your name. You sit down. We chat for a little bit, see how it goes. If you want to just be a coffee sipper, on the podcast, you go and sit over on the casting couch, which is off screen with no microphone. And you can just sit here and watch the podcast. That happens from time to time. And you don't have to do anything other than just enjoy some free coffee and see what it's like in this little chaos room. This spare part studios that I built for myself, designed, and kind of enjoy. I'm almost done with my first wall of coffee. I've only got about two or three more slots in that first frame of all the coffee wrappers that I have before I start on the next one. I've had some good coffee in 2019. This th- And I'm starting off right with this black rifle. This has got some bite to it. it tastes like gunpowder. It's good stuff. I just went a full hour on literally some minor notes. I didn't get to any Q&A. I didn't talk about dog sleeping patterns. Or Hilton recycling soap. I didn't, I didn't talk about any of that. I just wanted to empty the brain. Maybe, just maybe, there's somebody out there that's understanding what I'm trying to convey and will use this information to better themselves and get that new thing started. And then what they achieve is far greater than I've ever achieved. And if you can do that, that would, that would really be something. And I think the best way to get started is to just write. Just start writing. Grab a pen, get a notepad, and start writing. So you can find me on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, uh, all the RSS feeds that come from Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify. I'm available on every format podcast available throughout the world. There's no way you can't find me. If you have other questions or comments, you can email me directly through my website, and you could support the website by going to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. You can find everything there. 2019 was cool. It was some cool shit, man. And we're going to start 2020 off right. With some, with some new clients, some new concepts, and some new gear. So uh, I will probably talk to you on Sunday if I get a chance. If not, I will definitely talk to you next week. I hope for some Sunday leftovers. But until then, we're going to end the live stream. So I'm going to finish my coffee. And you can find me on all my social media, of course. So just you know, drop by, say hi, tag along, hit my DMs up. But thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. I will talk to you all next week. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.